You are listening to the new day. Feel the power. Here's one of our favorite episodes, and you can check out more from the archives on Spotify, baby. It's a new day. Yes, it is. Welcome to the greatest podcast of all time, and it is entitled The New Day. Feel the power. Like when I say this, I'm going to step. Baby! Ladies and gentlemen, live from Atlanta, Georgia, <laughs> Lando Lakes, Florida, and somewhere in Texas, it's the, the new f- day. Feel the power. Ladies and gentlemen, your host, Xavier Woods. Thank you so wow. much, Dave, for that wow. crazy introduction. Solution. Awesome. My only issue with that whole thing is I've been host for a year and I've been so happy to do it. It's been such a great run. But like we do in the new day, one of us will take on a task for X amount of time and then the next person <clears throat> takes on that task. And oh, no. I have definitely done everything <clears throat> possible as the host. I've done my best job for a full year now. And I'm so excited. Ladies and gentlemen, can you give it up for your new host of the Feel the Power podcast? <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, you've been wanting this. You've been feeding for this. You've been dreaming about this. You've been scratching, <laughs> wanting this for, for how long? I don't know. I don't know. But ladies and gentlemen, with me right now, get your nasty hands up against your head and bend them fingers backwards and salute your brand new host, <laughs> Big E. <laughs> Uh, first of all, you're making more abrasive, abrasive sounds. That's the problem. I'm trying to cut all the abrasive sounds. Last week, you out here, whatever noise you were making on on the uh, lusting uh, was disgusting. Well, that's, that's my lust. That's my lust sound. If it was up to me, I would have cut that. That's my lust sound. I would have cut that. Second of all, second of all, you're the man. We refer to you as the one who steers the ship. That's yeah. what you do. You steer the ship. And I'm not trying to steal this ship. I'm not even trying to make an attempt to. I'm trying to take it off the rails. So if you want to be off the rails with me, if you want to be train wrecked somewhere uh, in in like uh, the middle of nowhere in Kentucky uh, with a big accident, I'll take it off the rails. That's what I do. I have no desire to keep this thing on track. And that's your, that's what you do. That's what you Fair. do well. I don't want to host. It's almost like playing the trombone, man. Like this is, this is your trombone. Like we, there's some things we don't rotate. That's Francesca. You know, yeah. the intro is Francesca. You got this. No, it's fine. I'm, I'm comfortable with myself. We can rotate on that. That's I'm messing fine. with that Dan intro though. That's, that's <laughs> yeah, I like the Dan intro. The Dan intro is great. He likes it because he gets to wash his hands up. <laughs> that's much better. What are we talking about today? I, I don't even know. I feel like E really attacked me, so I'm just attacking back. <laughs> I feel very, very talked to right now. I'm a no, wow. I'm just saying. Wow. The Dan intro's the one. Let's run mm. with that. Let's run Let's with do that. do it. It wasn't meant to actually be good. You guys are better at this. No, we're not. No, we're really no, not. No. Apparently not, according to... Let's 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 get the feedback. Stop it! You guys are the talent. You guys are talent. Stop it, Dan! No, don't do that, Dan. Don't don't you? I'm do saying that. I'm not talent. I'm just some guy that sits behind the Zoom call. How dare you! This episode is brought to you by Anytime Fitness. We're not all professional athletes, but we all have health goals. That's why Anytime Fitness gives you access to personalized plans and support from a coach. Plus, you can track your training, nutrition, and recovery progress 
with the Anytime Fitness app, just like the pros. With 24-7 access to more than 5,000 gyms worldwide, get more from your gym membership. Visit anytimefitness.com to try it for free today. Terms, conditions, restrictions, all apply. See website for details. This episode is brought to you by 20th Century Studios, Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. As a ruthless king builds his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. We should get to our names. We haven't gotten to that part. We're like 10 minutes in and I haven't even gotten to our names. (laughs) I am Xavier Woods, a.k.a. Austin Creed. Uh, and I am Big E, and uh, I think the attempt was to make it like Cher, like, hey, you just got one name, you're cool, you're Cher, or like, even like, we all know he's Tupac Shakur, uh, but he just goes by Tupac, I'm, but I can't, you can't just, I'm not cool enough to just go by Big E, I can't just be, oh, Big E, and that's not even, that's still two words, it's still two words, what if it was just one match together, like, Baj, not, you know, like B-I-G-E? Biggie, but not be it. I'm trying, I'm trying to make it work. I'm trying to make it work. It doesn't work. But anyways, as you all know, if you are a loyal listener to this here podcast, I used to be referred to as Biggie Langston. And when we talk about saluting, I used to be a man who could hold his head up high in public and people would, would stop what they did. I would go in Publix. I don't know if you know about Publix, but it's a, a big <laughs> supermarket chain here in Florida. I thought you said every corner. Yeah, he oh, said in Publix. <laughs> green, the green letters, the green letters. They help you to the car. I used to go no in Publix to get my groceries uh-huh. and everyone would stop their carts. They would stop their carts when they saw me. <laughs> they would stop. If they were bagging groceries, they would take a second to stop bagging groceries. They would stop whatever they were doing. They would come out, if they were in the bathroom and they heard, oh, Biggie Langston is here. They would come out of the bathroom and they would stand at attention. They would click their heels. They would curve that hand so straight that it's curved. And they would put it to their forehead and salute out of respect. And then we would all go on about our day. But now I'm a man uh, that's not of of respect. Uh, uh, Austin Watson, you have your hand raised? Yes. uh, When they would come out of the bathroom, would they be finished or would they come out mid-go? No, no, you gotta wherever you are, you gotta stop. Stop what you, you gotta stop. pinch it off. Right. That's difficult. Like, That's hard. That's hard to do. To do it right. and walk. But you you can go right back to what you were doing. I mean, okay. I'm not trying to I'm not trying to hold you up. But that's how much <laughs> respect that I had. You know, a man of clout. Big clout. Big that was, clout. You know, that was my alternate big nickname, clout. you know. Big C. <laughs> big E or Big C. Well, big clout, right, right, right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You call me Big E, Big E Langston, or Big Clout. You see the numbers you've been doing on that app? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's because I'm a big clout. But yeah, those days are long gone. I'm a man of no dignity, of no respect, of no station in life. You know, uh, I I got knocked down. You know, the totem pole, I I got, I dropped a couple notches when they took my last name. Um, So that's that's me in life right now. I'm just Biggie. Just B-I-G-E, not even cool enough to have one name. It's still two names, but the, the second name is just a letter. Um, that's my life. That's where I'm at right now, and I'm trying to recover. That's what, that's, you know, that's what I've been doing the last seven years is recovering from that great trauma. That's what I called it that day, actually. Is there a date? Is there a, yeah, we yeah, should find yes. the date. Yeah, we should. A date. The great no, somebody. Somebody. Children's story about it. <laughs> there once was a man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was it. So, anyways, I'm Biggie. That's it. And I'm Kofi Kingston. Man, every time. 
Every time you just say I'm Kofi Kingston, e, you take what's, up all the intro. You, you took what, all the did, intro. I, I'm telling you, bro. You like you took all the intro time, man. Yeah. Are you I, saying I tell you this every single time? Kofi needs to put more on that, but you don't need to put more on what you done in the intro. Yours was perfect. Mm. Let's go. <laughs> Our guest today is <laughs> 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 a man <laughs> we know and love. He has been with us, uh, I was going to say from day one, but that's a lie, but he's been in our hearts <laughs> since day one. Like yeah, day he's our producer. He is an expert in the matter that we are going to discuss today. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, he is Dan Riker. I am. And first of all, I'm glad that Kofi's intro was underwhelming because I didn't want to follow yours, but then Kofi's was bad, so now I feel like the expectations wow. for my yes. thing are, What the are, what is uh, going on? on? I'm thanking you, Kofi. To say our names and, and that's it. I, I did what I was supposed to do. He did a whole did big what I was fun supposed thing. To do. So it that makes my intro follow. bad because I no, did what I was supposed to do, sir? No, I'm saying sir? it would have been tough to follow E because he did a big entertaining bit and uh, I was like, oh man, I'm going to be coming after this thing. That's going to be difficult. But then you came in and you were like, man, I'm Kofi. And I'm like, oh, I can follow that. <laughs> wow. And that's, and that's how people feel when they feel the low energy intro. They go, oh, well, I'll listen to that. Well, I guess that's I'll listen to this. You know, you're yeah, supposed to bring the energy, you know? Let's get first into off, it. I take umbrage, first of all, E, uh, expert in the subject matter today. Yeah. Let me clear this up. We haven't even gotten into what the subject matter is yet, but we were all texting about what this uh, show was going to be about this week. And uh, you guys asked me to join you on the show. I don't know why uh, we, we typically, this subject matter, I'll let you introduce it. We've never really talked about that often before. So I don't know why I would be an expert or, uh, you know, I, I'm thankful to be brought on and, and I've got my stories for sure. But uh, I don't mean to associate myself with this uh, very blue subject matter. Well, it's uh, because because I've set my phone down for about three minutes and then I returned to 20 texts from Dan Reichert about the subject. Oh, yeah. That's, that's at least, at least. He was equally uh, equally at fault here. Uh, no, I mean, no. he was, he was, he was, cry, he was, you know, popping like, like the rest of us in the conversation. Yeah, of I didn't start it. It but doesn't matter what, who started what's the topic, it. What's the topic, E? No, Woods, you're the host. <laughs> it's 2021, dude. Shake it up some. All right. So our our I don't know what you want to call the topic because we always talk about um, you know, what you do, what you do in the bathroom, potty time, toilet talk, however you want to refer to it. Um today we are, I think we're calling this uh the Super Bowl. No, that's trademark. No. Can't do that. What is it? It's it's the season of the big game. And yeah. so in the spirit, okay. it's the toilet bowl. Toilet, toilet bowl. bowl. There we go. Yeah. Yes. See? Yes. There we go. There we go. Right. Yeah. Right. Fans of yeah. the potty talk. You know, E, I've heard you say several times in the past that we should have a recurring potty talk segment, but I figure, you know, maybe it's appropriate. Uh, just get it all out of our system here. Uh, and let's just, let's just do there. it all. Uh, let's do it all right here, right here today. Oh. Let's hash it out. Yeah. I like that, Dan. And that was a note that you said that we should talk about, but I like, Dan, you just do do our job today. You do yeah. all the, right, right, right. I like yeah. that. Thank you for including that point. Yeah. Yes, sure, that sure. is what we talked about doing. And that's what we're going to do. We're going to talk about, uh, we have so many stories. Well, we realize Dan has very many uh, incredible bathroom-related stories. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. you know, there's a lot of shame um, centered around the activity that we're discussing today. And uh, we want to help remove some of that stigma. Because everybody does it. In fact, there was a po- very popular children's book uh, called Everybody Poops. Everybody Poops. Everybody does it. And mm-hmm. we're, we're here to remove that stigma and to celebrate uh, defecation. Maybe uh, a celebration of defecation. Celebration. Mm. Oh, so, so defecation. Mm. No. No? Okay. Well, oh. 
Well, there's, it's not just defecation that happens in there. I think, I think the theme is bathroom. I don't think it's just poop, uh, yeah. defecation and poop. Uh, you know, you also pee in there. Yes. Sometimes you just hang out in there too, you know? Yeah, sometimes you do. Yeah, on your phone, lose circulation to your legs. Yeah. Um, all right, so how many times a day do you guys go to the bathroom? For me, it's nothing crazy. Probably like two or three. Two or three, and we're with. Uh, I'm talking about number twos, though, right? Are we talking about number two specifically? I'm not. Wait, sure. I would imagine peeing is just chaos all the time. Yeah, like yeah. what? Well, peeing, like, look, I, I pee like 20 times a day, but yeah. like, I figure like poop, you can kind of narrow it down a little more. Okay, but <laughs> you just like, ah! <laughs> no, no, I, it's, it's predictable just as far as the action itself. It's just a schedule. There's not much of one. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. So, Kofi, you're trying to tell me that two to three times a day. You you defecation celebration? Yeah, I, it's not really much of a celebration. You know, I just get in there and uh, and do what I need to do. You, you know, know? A confetti cannon but, in there? Yeah, no, 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 definitely no confetti cannon. Just uh, just a couple times. I th- I feel like at least two, at least sometimes three. That feels high. Is that that feels high? Three, three seems like a lot. Well, you're, if you're, you're not going like at least twice a day. That's a problem. I think that's a problem. Yeah. I assume yeah. you guys are eating more than the it's, average person. Though, yeah. Right? Especially like e, you eat the most out of all of us here. Right. Definitely. Why so, are you always trying to make me the fatty of the group? I'm not, not the, the fatty. I'm saying you, you, it's it's the muscle, man. Like you're you're taking in the calories and all that. Your name, like, your name is Big E. Big like, e you don't bro. stay big by not eating. Yeah, I'm like I'm at like 2,500 calories though, maybe less. Some days, two thousand. I bet y'all are more than me. So I eat, I don't, I don't count my calories, but I'll eat around average, like one and a half to two, like Chipotle burritos a day. So that, and that's like two with two bags of chips. So that's like my normal day. I don't think that's 2,500 calories. I think it's way less. I go for about chicken, cheese and rice. I go for about 1800 a day. And that's usually one, one poop a day. Is the plan but it's, a day? But the schedule is just nuts. I remember an old boss of mine. We were talking about poop schedule, and he was like, "Oh yeah, every day I get into work at nine o'clock, and then my poop is at nine thirty. And I was like, "What are you talking about? Your poop is at nine thirty? He's like, well, "Yeah, that's when my body needs to poop every day." I was like, your body has a schedule for that because it is chaos for me as far as like it could be 930 in the morning. I could wake up at 330 in the morning. I have no idea. It's just there's no schedule at all. But once or twice a day is, is typical, I would say. Wow. Yeah, I'll, I'll give that. I'm, I'm on once or twice. Once or twice. Well. Yeah, but there's there's some days like so. Uh, I, I would assume that it's just eating more fiber like the day before, where I'll poop like four or five times, and they're like they're all like pretty hefty goes. I, you, you you nod your head like it's gross. How are we supposed to talk about this? <laughs> no, I think it's just funny. I think it's just funny that you called it a hefty go. I think that was the first that was That's a weird way to phrase it. I, I thought it was kind of cl- was classy. That was a classy yeah. way to put it. No? A yeah. hefty go. Sure. Yeah, that works. Yeah, that works. But I could just say, descriptive. I, if, if I said, uh, it's just sometimes it's just one long, continuous piece that fills the bowl. Like, that's way more gross, is it not? Oh, yeah, that's real gross. Yeah. yeah. Why, did you, why did you say it then? Or well, like just big to, old dump would be a gross way yeah, to put it. See, to, to make sure y'all know what I did for you there yeah well thank you well, thanks. very very yeah. giving of you uh, hefty go oh, i'll keep that one so, so none, of us are on, none of us are on predictive schedules no not at all nobody no yeah not i guess not i guess not predictive but i mean i feel like like nah, i don't know midway through the morning at some point definitely at night and then at some point during the day i don't know i feel like three for me is like i, I, I don't i feel like i'm not counted or uh, paid attention to this but 
three seems right on. That's crazy. That, that, that doesn't seem, uh, that seems high to you guys. Well, tell me if you guys get this because you guys are used to performing and like uh, with my previous job, I used to have to do stuff at like gaming conventions where I would get in front of a crowd and stuff. And every time like clockwork, if it was like 10 minutes before we were going to like hit the stage, like, you know, I peek in there, I see all the people in the seats and everything. It's like my body instantly is like, you need to get to the bathroom right now. Mm -hmm. Like, did you guys have that earlier in your careers? Do you guys still have it now? Did it ever happen? Yeah. Yeah, I think that's just adrenaline starts moving. And so like your body starts just turning on. It's like, oh, what can we, what can we expel? Uh, just in case. <laughs> just jettison from the airlock. Something. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's what we'd say in uh, Gorilla. Like oftentimes in Gorilla before matches, so right as you're about to go out, it was like, I always have, and that makes sense with the adrenaline hitting at the right time, things are released, things move downwards. So, but yeah, the most inopportune time though, for sure. Is but gear designed with well? Is gear designed in a way that makes that accessible, or is that a real to do? If you have to go like in Gorilla, let's say you've got ten minutes, are you able to run there and make something happen, or is it pretty much impossible if you're all geared up? I, I would never in Gorilla. If I'm in yeah. Gorilla, it's too that late. means like you ten minutes to to do it, to be clean and to get back in time. Not I would not risk it. Mm -hmm. I would not risk it. Um, I feel like I have. Uh, I'm trying to find the right euphemism. I have good body control. I'll just say that where, you know, sometimes, yeah. you, you know, I go to the, the gym to work my muscles, the, the muscles you see, the exterior muscles, but I also make sure that the muscles down there are good. You know, wow. good, good <laughs> actually, muscles are, that's are good. Right. What exercises? <laughs> I make sure my muscles that? are good. <laughs> <laughs> what was the, uh, remember Suzanne Summers back in the day? What bro, was the, uh, bro, come on. Hold on. The thigh master? Is it the thigh master oh, thing? Yeah, the thigh master. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I feel like we just got up to go get what Does seems to be a thigh master. master talking, already? I'm coming right back. Ran through his house. He's going, it seems like he's going to get a thigh master right now or Suzanne Summers might be at his house. I don't know <laughs> exactly. either or I, I want to say that I feel like that's good for control. Huh. Just is the general inner thighs. Uh, what about those? Oh, you got the leg ad. Well, there's the adductors and inductors, the abductors, right? Abductors. Yep. yep. Yeah. Adduction means two. Yes. So that'd be yeah. towards. Got I feel it. like that's helpful. Yeah. And you, you do, and you do those exercises like specifically to target the, uh, your inner. No, I was, I was, I was just telling a, a thigh master joke, honestly, oh. uh, Kof. I, that okay. was not a real thing. Okay. Hey, sprinting back it. in the frame. Hang on. What's Are you got? back with us, Woods? He, he doesn't have a thigh master. All right. I can't find it. I bought one. I got, it got in last week because I pulled my groin a few weeks ago. And so we were talking about with the trainer, like exercises to do and everything that are showing me. I was like, you mean like stuff you do with a thigh master? And they're like, yeah, but it's like, okay, great. So I got on Amazon immediately and ordered a thigh master and I've been doing it for like a week. Wow. It's great. Is it still an active company? Like you can buy stuff off no, Amazon this is like from them? It was like a generic $7 thing. Oh, okay. It's not, not branded as a thigh master. That's disappointing. Yeah. Does it still work? Oh, it's great. It's fantastic. I did. So like, I didn't put any stock into thigh master at that point in time because I was a child and I had no clue what was going on. Um, but now just like trying it and like, sitting and watching TV, like I can actually like do this and feel like I'm doing like rehab, but I feel like my legs are actually getting stronger. Oh, wow. We're gonna get our first Dan story in here. Which one yeah. you want? The janitor conundrum. Dan, if you wouldn't mind, because again, I feel like when E so eloquently explained to everybody that you are the, the expert on this topic and you, and you then, and you then tried to deny that fact. Right. And now our whole episode from what I can see here on this, this sheet that you made is pretty much centered around telling your 
tales involving this topic. I don't deny anything. I just, I don't think I'm an expert. I think I just don't have any shame and I'm willing to talk about anything. I think everyone's got these stories. I'm just uh, willing to talk about. I, I don't know the ones you, you have. He's real humble. He's real humble about it. <laughs> well, by the way, well, I don't know. Looking at the rundown, I think I'm the only person here who has not pooped their pants. But we'll get to that in a second. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that was a shot. I will, you know what I mean? I'm the only that adult who has control of his bowels, I guess. So, wow, we're just we're just fighting this whole episode. <laughs> So, so the janitor situation, this is more of a, a thing I present to you guys to talk about what you would do in the situation I found myself in. So I used to work at uh, CBS, the uh, the television network. And uh, there was a time where I went in to uh, in Midtown, New York. Uh, I don't know why that's important, but I went into the bathroom. They got a bathroom stall there, completely empty. No one's in the bathroom at all. I walk in, I look down. And it's an absolute, just, it, it's a, it's a crime scene. It is, it is the worst thing <laughs> you can imagine. It is absolutely terrible. And I walk in and instantly I'm just revolted. And I'm like, oh my God, I have to get out of here. I'm not cleaning this up. I, I will find another floor. I'll go into another company's bathroom. I'll, I'll go to the Chipotle bathroom or something. I know the code. I wrote it down in my reminders on my phone, um, but I will go anywhere <laughs> but here. And so I turn and I leave. And as I'm leaving, keep in mind, I'm the only person in this room the janitor is walking in. So the CBS janitor is walking in. <laughs> All he sees is me coming out of a stall. And I know he's coming in there to clean the place up and he's <laughs> going to see what I saw. The implication being, I, he's going to think I'm the one that did it. What do you do? Do you confront the janitor? Do you not confront? kind of a strong word. But <laughs> hey, hey, man, hey, man. Hey, look at this. I didn't do this in here. Okay? I grabbed him by the collar. I said, <laughs> I don't care what you think you're wrong. <laughs> yeah. Do you bring it up or do you just wash your hands and leave? Like, what would you guys do in that situation? I'd bring it up. You gotta Ow. bring it up. What would you say? You have to. You have to. Like, hey, I know you're coming in here to clean up. I need to let you know. Like, I just walked in on this massacre. I had nothing to do with it, just so you know. So, so we're Gucci because you're gonna see that guy again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he works there. You see him regularly. So, like, you gotta harbor a relationship with him. So, like, if you walk out of the restroom and it looks in the way that you say it looks, if he walks in and thinks that it's you, now he thinks that you've just disrespected him and left him to clean this disgusting mess right. because you see him right. as lower than filth. You have you have to fix that before it happens, or you're never coming back from that. If I'm the janitor, I don't buy that. I don't buy it either. <laughs> I don't yeah. buy it at all. Yeah, because yeah. we're yeah, face. Yeah, yeah, that's not convincing at all. Like, oh yeah, that wasn't me. I was just in there. No one else is in here, but that wasn't me. I would that's not buy thing. that. Does it no. help the situation to bring it up, or does he just not buy it? it mm, I feel like I something so. should be said, unless if you're going to flee the city. And never return. <laughs> that's why I left CBS and moved to Stanford. <laughs> See, if that's your plan, is this is a place I will never return to and I will never see this man in my life. If you are going to leave the New York City metropolitan area for good, then, then hey, you know, do whatever you like. Don't need to say but a if, word. If, if there's a chance you bump into that man again, I feel like, you know, maybe you should claim it. Maybe, uh, yeah. maybe something Famous. like, maybe something like, sorry, IBS, you know, mm. irritable bowel syndrome. I got a problem. I'm sorry. You would own it even if it wasn't you that did but that? Then, but wouldn't you be, uh, like, wouldn't it be worse because now you're claiming it and you're purposely not cleaning it up, leaving it him, leaving it for yeah. him? Yeah. At least you've taken some responsibility. You've, for it. Yeah, you've taken some accountability. 
It's not, but as far as he knows, some, his perception yeah. is this is the reality. Somebody's got to fall on the sword, you know? Right. Some, someone's got to say something to that man, you know? I, I feel like if you, it, it just sounds like an excuse if, you, if you're denying it. So you, I mean, even if you, you know what, maybe you say something that's vague where you're like, oh man, sorry about that in there. Like you're saying maybe sorry that he has to clean it or you're apologizing for yourself. You leave it vague. You don't know. And then he can think whatever he thinks, but at least you've said something. Oh no. Right. If you say sorry yeah. about that man, that's he's going to be like, oh, that guy made that mess. And so, yeah. but you know, you didn't make it. So what? So what if but he if, does, but it makes it like, I don't know. At least you showed some contrition. Yeah, but I feel like if you're what what good is that if you still got to go through the cleaning it up like that at that point that doesn't matter I feel at, le- at least he thinks you know what this person uh, they didn't mean to do this it's not like they were cackling on the toilet <laughs> look what I'm about to leave for him at least he thinks like you know what they made a mess yeah they didn't clean it up which is still wrong but at least they feel bad about they it. They acknowledged it. They acknowledged it. It's almost like when you, uh, like, for example, if you're, you know, you're in a situation where you have to tip somebody and you don't have any cash, right? Like someone comes and brings your car out to you, you know, the, the, the you know, uh, traditional thing you do, you give them a couple bucks and you say thank you for whatever. But if you don't have any cash and you let them know, sorry, dude, I don't have any cash. Like they appreciate that. So but I feel like you're doing the same thing. If you're you are innocent, innocent though, but, yeah. but it's it's his feelings that we're talking about here. It's not about you. It's not no, about you at all. It's no longer about you. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm confused as to when you say there is his feelings. So like saying, oh, they had an accident. That's what I say as an adult when I see that a baby has taken a, a dump on the floor or something or like whatever. Like, oh, this was an accident. Like if a human destroys a bathroom, I'm not as an adult looking at that as, oh, Happy accident, because now I have to clean up feces. We need to have a conversation. You need to tell this man, hey, this was not me, because if he thinks at all that it's you, we have no clue how that's going to play out, because you're going to see him again. I'm not buying it. Yo, this was not me, even though I just left the stall and no one else is here. Yeah. yeah, Why were you in so deep in the, why were you in so deep in the stall? Right. If you, if you would have opened up and you would have seen it right away, you wouldn't have gone all the way in there. Oh Mm. my God. So he would never be able to see you, you know, to to the point where it looked like you were actually coming out of the stall Mm -hmm. to where it looked like you did it. Why were you that deep in the stall? You're right. That's a great point, Yeah. Yeah. That leads to the question. Dan, why were you so in? Why were you so deep in the stall, Dan? Why were you so deep in the stall? I didn't go in and look at it and think about it for a while and leave. I went in and it was like, whoa. And I turned around like right as they're like, the timing was very unfortunate. That, 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 that sounds suspect. Yeah, Dan, I think you did. I think, I think, I think yeah. you did, Dan. Dan. I think you did it. I think, you did it, I feel like you didn't do it. I this on the rundown if I was the yeah. guilty party? Because you had a guilty I mean, conscience all these years myself. and you didn't acknowledge. Yeah. You walked yeah. by the janitor and you didn't say anything, but now you're trying to atone for what you did. First yeah. of all, I don't even understand the physics of how that happens. Like the accident. I don't understand how things get on the seat. I've been in a lot of terrible oh, yeah. bathrooms and I've never once understood, like if it's a little bit of pee on the seat or whatever, it's like, all right, somebody was inconsiderate and not aiming or on their phone or something. But when it's like a lot of stuff all around the vicinity, I just don't even understand the, the physics if you're not like actively above it or just standing up and just, I, I don't get how that happened. Yes, no, no home training. It's hovering gone wrong. Hovering gone wrong, unfortunately. But for, um, for the entire time, not like a, I feel like you, you feel that instantly and then you adjust in like a millisecond, but you just let it kind of 
just peeing all over the seat, all gotta, over the floor. No, nobody, nobody would do that on purpose to that level with like feces all over the place. Like no one would do that on purpose unless you're some kind of, just some kind of savage. You know what I'm saying? Where the, like you, you go in there and you're on a mission. You know what? Maybe it was somebody who had an issue with the janitor. You know what I'm saying? Maybe they had an issue. He's like, all right, I'm going to show you. I'm going to go into this bathroom and I'm going uh-huh. to make sure that you clean up this mess. If so who knows? To. Maybe the janitor's not uh-huh. that innocent. I don't know. Maybe, Dan, what was your relationship with the janitor before this? I, I probably saw him and exchanged a friendly nod and hello, how you doing in the hallway? And that was pretty much the extent of it. Did you get to know his name? I uh, I didn't know mm. his name, no. Okay. I did not. Did, no. Do you feel like he ever maybe snubbed you when you said hello? Like maybe he didn't say hello enough back, like happy enough, like you wanted that may have upset you? No, I always just try to be a friendly fella in the hallways and then say hello. And if somebody doesn't return, it's like, all right, maybe they're shy or something like that. So I, I hold nothing against him. So there was maybe a day where he may not have said hi back. That may have been a little upsetting, just maybe. Are you insinuating that I did this for revenge against the janitor? Uh, that I was the poop? Was. Culprit We're not here? saying hello to you. Yes, I think you're an old school wrestler and uh, you were mad he didn't greet you. And so- oh, That's a proper greeting. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. There was, no, there was no, no gear bag around for you to, <laughs> <laughs> to go in. So you said, you know what? I'm just going to go on these walls. <laughs> just, you start rotating like a sprinkler. You know what I'm saying? Okay. We see what I it is. I think I could do that if I wanted to. We got you. Shot. I've never right. made a mess. I've never made a mess in terms of like bathroom stuff. I go in there, right. I do my thing. No, I do it very straightforward. Mm. There's a toilet right there. You sit on it. I've never, I've never once hovered in my life. I don't, wow. I've heard you wow. guys bring it up several times. I don't really understand. Is it just because you're, I, I think you guys said it was like the seat, if the seat's dirty or whatever. Right. Well, yeah. it's an aversion. It's an aversion to putting your bare cheeks mm. that God blessed you with on on a toilet where other people have put their bare cheeks. I don't know where your bare cheeks have been, Dan. Right. I don't Normal know places. My pants. They've been in my pants. Mm. That's it. And we're and in all the CVS walls and the CVS walls. <laughs> Actually, I, I was thinking about it just now, and I think I have hovered once. I remember when I was like 18, a guy at my work won tickets. It was like a free trip to Vegas, and it was for a Red Hot Chili Peppers and Weezer concert at the uh, college in Las Vegas. It was an outdoor concert in July in Las Vegas, so very, very hot. I was not, yeah, the bands are fine, but I was like, oh, free trip to Vegas, let's go. Uh, and I was at this concert, had to go to the bathroom, and there was porta potties lined up. And as you can imagine, Vegas concert crowd, very hot. Uh, it was the absolute, probably the worst I've ever seen in terms of a porta potty or a stall. And I think that now that I think about it, that's probably the only time I have hovered because it's like, I've been waiting forever to go to this bathroom because there are like a ton of people at the concert. So I have to go right now, but I cannot in good conscience sit on this thing. And so I think I did hover, but that is probably the only time I've ever hovered in my life. You guys act like it's, it's a regular thing. Well, let me point this out real quick because uh, up until now you were so adamant about never having hovered. And then all of a sudden we're talking about the time, the one, the one time that you hovered. So I don't know your credibility is kind of shocking. You remember every single aspect of your first hover as every if it was detail. special to you. Crazy. I have a good memory with certain things. Yeah, <laughs> and hence why you're our expert today because your memory for these things seems to be spectacular. Sure, I will say a porta potty. As far as like places I don't want to be, is not even like bathroom. I'm talking about any place, any kind of building of any kind, any kind of room. Porta potty easily bottom ten. Oh god, bottom 10. so yeah. So did bottom you ever five. see? Um, uh, uh, is it like the the newest version of Jackass where Steve O's in the porta potty and they like put up like a yes. bungee cord? Yes. Yeah. So they hook it to a crane and they like launch it. So it just swings around in this bungee cord. He's inside the porta potty. so disgusting. Just like a mess. 
like similar to that and not nearly to that level. We went to uh, this place in uh, like uh, in Texas called Enchanted Rock. And as we get there, you know, we're about to go on a hike, you know, go all the way up this incredible like mountain or whatever it is and you get a good view or whatever. And before we go, my stomach starts rumbling. I start getting these bubble guts and there's nowhere to go. And there are these porta potties right here. So I'm forced to go on the porta potty. Otherwise I'd have to hold it for, I don't know, maybe two hours, two and a half hours. So I get in there and you know me, I'm a nester. So I made my nest. I double and triple layered it up. And um, the way that the porta potties are, is they just put like a bunch of like, uh, like cleaner fluid in there. I don't, I don't even know like what it is, but it's always nasty, that blue, whatever it is. And I sit on there and I start going and I'm already like, creeped and schemed out about having to go in this porta potty and all of a sudden a little bit splashes up. Oh, mm. no. Mm. no. And it touches me, bro. And I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> like what, what diseases are on me? And like, and I still have to go. So I can't just get up and, and leave. So I'm just like, it, it's, it's, that's bad, man. Like that's not a good feeling. So I can't imagine what like Steve O felt like in that I hope they like did some kind of camera tricks and it didn't like, it wasn't real, but I, I know they like to do it hardcore on that show. So that, that is just, it's so disgusting. Even like a little drop, even like a regular toilet bowl when a little drop gets on you to me, like just grosses me out. Even right. if it's just water, it's the worst. It's yeah, awful. Agreed. It's awful. And when I, when I think of porta potties too, I think of, especially like being born and raised in Florida during the summer, usually it's at large gatherings, like concerts or whatnot. So you think about a bunch of hot, sweaty people who have been out in the sun doing God knows what, uh, ingesting all kinds of horrible things and just putting their bare cheeks on a porta. And that, the blue liquid to me, I, I get the point. The blue liquid just makes it worse. I wish, it I almost think it's better with no liquid. It's too opaque. It's too oh, natural. I, I, yeah. I feel like, and I don't know if it was no liquid or just was like a different liquid, but I've been in a porter potty where it wasn't the blue stuff. Cause that, you know, it has that certain smell. And so like, it, it at least like covers it up like a little bit. It's like spraying like potpourri on a, on a piece of poo pretty much. But like, at least like there's some sort of something, but I feel like there was nothing in this porter potty and it was just heat in plastic and it's just all of it, just everyone's mess just sweltering together. Like when you open the door, it was like you got punched in the face with it. And I'll say in terms of porta potties, so I, I'm a half, uh, half, a uh, glass half full kind of guy. And so I think about like, you know, with the pandemic and everything, a lot of wearing masks and stuff like that. I've been thankful for that because I, I go on walks fairly frequently and I, I just have to pee a lot. And there's one porta potty that I can go to on my usual like walking route. And every time I go into it, you know, I'm wearing the mask, I'm out there and I'm I'm like, ah, I'm glad I'm wearing this mask because I feel like it is protecting me from the general unpleasantness of the porta potty. <laughs> very true. Yeah. So you might just start wearing mask and porta potties. After <laughs> yeah, just one okay. in my pocket even after the pandemic. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, oh, so God. that's going to take us to uh, so junior high and high school. So it says uh, people were dealing with giant puddles of, uh, of on the floor all the time. So whose note was this? I just want to see if that was universal. Is that a universal no. thing? Because like, oh. okay, because at California Trail Junior High in Kansas, every boy's bathroom all the time is just a, a standing puddle of every single day, uh, no matter what boy's bathroom you go into. Wow. So Why is that, that universal? 
Now, 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 I, I wouldn't say the way you're talking about it. It's like you're waiting in there, like you're waiting in the water, singing a, a hymn in a puddle of pee, treading water. But that's <laughs> that's, not, <laughs> that's my 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 experience wasn't quite to the level of that. But I agree with you, man. Like to me, uh, middle school, high school, there's just always urine everywhere. You know what I mean? And I feel like it was all. Yeah, we talked about this on the other podcast, like. What's the problem? You walk in there, there's urine everywhere on the seats, on the floors, you know, sometimes on the top of the urinal. We talked about this on the other podcast. And to me, it's one of my biggest pet peeves. Again, and I don't want to go on too much of a rant about this, but like, yo, you're there, bro. Like you're there. You already got there. Like just mm -hmm. pee where the pee needs to go. You man, it. it's a, it's a, it's a big pet peeve for me uh, to the point where like, uh, you know, we get to be like, as kids, I guess it's, it's more acceptable. Cause you know, kids don't, I don't know. They, I feel like you should care, but some kids, they don't care. It's fine. But as adults, you start going to places like airports and you start, you know, even like on our roster going into locker rooms, sometimes you see some of the seats and it's like, how could you not get the urine in the bowl, you know? And uh, I, so it was actually, uh, we went, so sometimes when we have tours, we'll have a, a time where we go to the city where we wake up, we drive to the city and then we have the whole day. Some people like go to the gym, you know, and then you come back and have the show in the same building. So this was the scenario and everybody had gone to the gym uh, and I stayed in the locker room and I go into the locker room and I'm about to go pee and all three of the toilets had all over the seats. And this was like the point where I just couldn't take it anymore. This is a lifetime worth of, of building where there's pee on the seats. I can't stand it. So you know what? And this is a confession. I said, you know what? I'm going to do it too. No! It's my wow. turn. That's right. That's right. I did it. I did it. Wow. And I went to the toilet seat and I all over that seat with what? conviction Why? And, and purpose because I'm tired of it. Like, why am I always the one who has to go in and, and clean up the why, why? You know, I, 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 spent, I spent my life, I've spent my entire life getting the pee into the bowl. And if anything ever Poor gets shit. on the seat, I'll clean it up. But not this time. I think it was in Barcelona. And I all over the seat. Shame I did it on you. purpose. Yes, I did it. So you I live did long it. enough. You live long enough to become a villain is what mm. happened. Hey, well, I mean, hey, the, the, the world forced me. They forced my hand. Okay. And I remember I was uh, uh, sitting out there uh, just waiting for the next person to go into the locker room, um, to go into the uh, toilet stall. And he walks in. And he opens it up and just starts cussing. I, I'm assuming he was cussing. He was angry. It was, you know, Spanish words. I don't know exactly what he was saying, but he was mad. He was, he was pissed off. And I don't, you know, no, no, no pun intended there, but he was angry. And I had the biggest smile on my face because that's the way that I feel. That's the way that I've been feeling for the past, like, 30 years or whatever it was. Okay? Thank you very much. That's what happens. That's why we need to put our in the seats. I mean, put our pee, pee in the in the in the water. In you, the got real, you got a real sickness, okay? man. You got a you got a, you got a problem, Cove. It's not you my problem. Y'all pushed me. The world no, pushed me. No, there. You became just, part of the problem. You, you became part of the problem. Didn't we just talk to Dan? Didn't we just talk no to Dan choice. about about the janitor's feelings? Yeah, this is what we're talking to Dan about is the janitor's yep. feelings. I didn't so do anything than, wrong. Kofi peed on the seat. I know, but we're saying Kofi was berating you about the poop that you didn't take. Right in the, in the murder scene bathroom, Kofi went and added added to the to the to the problem. Fuel on the fire. This is very telling. I you might I'm, I'm not gonna you might need some therapy. Is what I'm saying. No, Maybe. I, that I'm was saying, all the therapy I needed. That was all the therapy I needed. <laughs> no. I mean, they're cussing in Spanish. That was, that was all the therapy that I needed. I got it all out, you know, and and things are good now. I haven't done it since, but there's only so much that a man can take. <laughs> You're rehabilitated. Okay? There's the, there's only so much that a man can take.
it's a lifetime worth from middle school, like Dan was saying, from middle school all through high school to then seeing adults, grown men, grown men, adults who know, who know. Okay? Like, you know, you know right from wrong. But your anger is misplaced. It's because not Because someone, probably a janitor, is going to have to clean up the mess that you made, the intentional mess you made. So instead of hurting the people who hurt you, you're hurting mess. another victim. You are yeah. victimizing this poor man or woman who works hard. I'm, this is a low for you. This is a it real was a low. low. I'm, not, I'm not proud of it. I'm just saying at the you time, though, about it like you were I said it felt, it felt good. It felt good. It felt good. I'll admit it. I said it. It, it felt it good. Was it splattering back on you? Because if you pee on like a hard surface, it's it might have. Back. I don't know. I I was, I was you know kind of laughing maniacally as I was doing it. I don't know, but you know what I'm saying. Like her, it's it, it was what it was. So let it me just it was. just just to make sure because we have people that aren't watching the video version of this. So so you're saying that you walked into the bathroom, saw that the toilet was covered in urine, and three that was three, last stalls, straw. three stalls, three stalls, three stalls in a row, all covered, and you said. Instead of just finding another bathroom or like wiping the seat off, you said, let me just cover the bathroom stall in my pee because screw everybody that already made this mess. Right. Because I've been wiping pee off seats for my entire life. And I got tired, Woods. I got tired. You know? Snapped. How much, how much pee can one man wipe off a seat in a lifetime? And giggling like Joker. Yeah, say. <laughs> it, 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 was, it was what it was. It, I took great pleasure and especially being able to see somebody, uh, you know what I mean? Like the, the, the fruits of my labor, you know what I mean? Like to be able to be there and to, and to feel that frustration. And I, like I said, I don't know what he was saying. I don't know what he was saying, but he didn't sound happy about it. You know, it was in Espanol. So I'm, I'm, I felt very good in Barcelona. I'll never forget. Look, well, I don't, I don't want to belabor this point, but my God, is this telling? This is a, <laughs> this is a massive character flaw. In fact, this is this is I never expected this from you to take such great pleasure in some. What 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 did he do to you? Yeah, like I Gotta said, take the high road. Take the high road. road. No, I've been like taking the high road for too long. I've been taking the high road for too long. Yeah, you know? I can't, that's right. Hey, you know, what do you want me to do? Dark side of the toilet. Wait. That's what we want you to do. Yeah, I wanted the world to pee in the toilet. That's all I wanted. That's all I wanted. And I got pulled in. The game, the game got me. You know, now I'm just like the you. The game pulled me in. And now, is this what you wanted? Is this what you you're wrong for this, man. Hey, you're wrong for this. It is what it is, you know. This episode is brought to you by Anytime Fitness. We're not all professional athletes, but we all have health goals. That's why Anytime Fitness gives you access to personalized plans and support from a coach. Plus, you can track your training, nutrition, and recovery progress with the Anytime Fitness app, just like the pros. With 24-7 access to more than 5,000 gyms worldwide, get more from your gym membership. Visit anytimefitness.com to try it for free today. Terms, conditions, restrictions, all apply. See website for details. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.
So let's get back to Dan's stories. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Embarrass yourself some more, Dan. Yeah. Dan, tell us about the high school nostalgia at the football field. Oh, that was my, uh, that was my dad. Notice these, it's never me having the shameful poop story. It's always the people around me, basically. You my said, father. You said, your level of surprise uh-huh. when I said that was as if you didn't write this. I don't know because you said it, you said it like it was me, but then I look at the rundown and it's under the section of my father's poop stories. Oh, so excuse me. Excuse me. My father. <laughs> yeah. It's very convenient that it was someone else oh. when you walked into the spot. Give it, give it some context. Dad. Give it some context. It couldn't possibly be me. All right. So uh, my dad and I, I talk a lot and we talk very uh, openly and uh, he is an Uber driver in Kansas. And he was telling me like two or three weeks ago. And I asked him if I could tell this story and he said, yes. Um, he said it was one night he was in between fares driving Ubers around, you know, he's in his like mid fifties or whatever. He has the, the worst diet I've ever seen from any human ever. It's <laughs> unbelievable. Oh my God. Like I, I am Jack LaLanne compared to uh, a father. <laughs> it's like, isn't he a fitness guy that's known for a good diet? Yeah, he's got is, the, uh, yeah. the, the, okay. the, uh, the blender, right? I feel like this is important. It's going to add to the time, but can you give your diet, Dan? Because your diet is, sure. is incredible to me. Sure. Um, well, it, it's actually probably better than a lot of people would expect from a guy who got married at a Taco Bell. Um, <laughs> it is, uh, I love fast food. I was raised on garbage food. I had McDonald's and Taco Bell like seven to 10 times a week growing up, just slamming soda, uh, you know, cheap garbage beer. You know, it's just like, it, it's a, Bad. The things I like are are real bad, just objectively. But that said, I uh, I tend to eat a lot of tofu bowls and quinoa and uh, protein. And, you know, I six Bounce. days a week now, I'm eating pretty healthy. But then like on Fridays, typically I'll let myself like, oh, I'm going to get a big old hot oil pizza here in Stanford or something, you know, or, okay, so or McDonald's. Right or, now. Yeah, I'm doing all right now. He's changed a little bit. Okay. Never mind. My, my dad, though, uh, is just nothing but frozen cheesy food. And then afterwards, he will like put a pint of ice cream in the microwave, but he'll put a bunch of Klondike bars in it and mash it up and then microwave it. Eat it with a spoon. Like, it's, what? It's a not bunch great. of Klondike bars? Klondike like several Klondike very bars. Big. Yeah, I know. It, he's not like a huge huge dude by any means um so yeah that's what i'm saying he has the worst diet i've ever seen so that may explain why he there's a whole section of my dad's poop stories on the rundown uh, it's due to his diet <laughs> so he told me he was uh, driving around shawnee kansas doing uber stuff uh, a few weeks ago and uh he was in between fares and he was driving by his old high school and he's like ah you know what i need a cigarette i'm gonna go park in the parking lot it's like 10 o'clock at night and he said he went and stood by the football field and just smoked a cigarette and it was just looking at the football field, feeling, you know, wistful and nostalgic as you do and thinking about all his good times in high school. And then he said, all of a sudden, he just felt this red alert emergency happen in his body. And he's like, oh no. And then he turned and tried to get back to the car, but just immediately crapped his pants. What? <laughs> So he said, <laughs> then he's just trying to get in the car and he said the whole back of his pants was just completely filled up. And so he oh said, speaking of the hover, he's trying to drive home. He decided his Uber, his Uber hours were <laughs> off the clock at this point. <laughs> so he decides to drive home, but he's trying to like hover in the seat uh, as he put it, not to get too technical. He said he was trying to avoid a sloppy Joe situation in oh. his pants. <laughs> <laughs> not sitting so down. Nasty. That's so nasty. So he said he was trying to drive home the whole way while hovering over the car seat to not make a terrible situation worse. 
Oh no. And your dad, you said is in his mid fifties. Yeah. He's born in 63. So he's like uh, yeah. what, 57, 58. Yeah. Has he had bowel problems or is oh, it just, it just comes over him. Every poop is a giant emergency with him. Like there's yeah. a lot of like, we're driving, like he poops right before we go to the Royals game or whatever. And then like we get 15 minutes out of the highway and he's like, we need to find an exit right now. You know, it's just constant. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Not like this. That's a Which, lot. We're putting this rundown together. It's like, oh, we're talking about uh, poop and pants, poop and stories and stuff. And I'm like, all right. And I go in there, I type in several. I, I got a bunch ready to go on deck for my dad. And then <laughs> yeah. now looking at the rundown, it's like, there's a lot about my dad pooping his pants. <laughs> yes. It's like 75%. That's why I'm going to just bounce around some. So, uh, Kof, uh, or actually, actually, E, tell us about uh, <laughs> the girl you're dating that you pooped all over her bathroom. Look, it, this is not a great story. I don't even know why I included the rundown. I think I got caught up in yeah. just the uh, the joy of these stories, and I decided to share, and I, I kind of regret it now. It's not a good story. <laughs> so anyways, uh, there was this woman. Uh, I was probably in my mid to late 20s. Uh, I'd say probably around 27. Um, that I was seeing. Um, she was someone that I... This is a time, you know, where I wanted to impress her. And, uh, you know, I was still fairly young, so I probably put her on a pedestal of sorts and thought, you know, I need to be on my best, you know, show my best, put my best foot forward, whatever the, what you know, the term, whatever the term is, I need to look good, man. <laughs> Anyways, I go over there and, uh, I realize, oh no, I can't leave here without going. And I, in that moment, I have a lot of control and it's not like, I'm not a, it's not a horn swaggle situation yeah. where it's like, a, you know, a T minus seven minutes and it's, <laughs> I have more control over that. Like I said, you know, a lot of, um, the die master work, um, that I've done in my, in my younger years Damn. has wow. paid off, yeah. but I realized, man, I can't get out of here. So I think, uh, and this is on the West coast. So I was like, man, can I somehow get to Ralph's? Can I get to a grocery store in time? And like, <laughs> me just like suddenly leaving and, you know, getting in a car and going to a grocery store, it's probably not going to happen. So I think, all right, I can do this. I can, you know, make a handle my business in a, in a tidy fashion. Uh, I use her restroom, which already like that alone, like you don't want to go over to, you know, this isn't if she was like my wife and we were like a year too deep, like there's a certain level of ease, but there's no ease here. There's no level of comfortability here. We're, st we're still on uh, the stage where we send our representative. We're not actually ourselves. We send our, <laughs> our, our best person, yes. Uh, the tour that I'd want to be, that I'll never be. Um, and so I think, all right, just the fact that I have to use this bathroom alone, but maybe she's got a fan in here that'll blow it all out. Maybe she's real understanding. But anyways, um, this was at a time where now, you know what? I, I, I don't hover every single time now. Sometimes... Wow. Yes. When I'm in places I trust or hotel rooms that are mine that I know are clean, I'll sit. But this is a time, too, where I was like, I'm not, I can't do it. I got to hover. So I hovered and uh, things, let's say, did not come out as tidy as I would have liked. So pretty much any time I, I have a feeling of frustration or something goes awry or just things aren't going the way that I want them to, I feel a heat. Uh, heat come through my body from the top of my head and it comes with uh, a bit of anxiety and I just start to sweat. So I'm in here already with a problem that I have to fix and I'm, I'm now sweating. 
I'm hot and I'm sweating and I'm frustrated and I might've had some vertigo too. I might've had a little bit of vertigo. <laughs> the room had to be spinning. <laughs> but anyways, I, I look around because I realize, you know, sometimes uh, I, I like to think it's probably like if, if you're a good pitcher and you have good control. I don't know anything about baseball, but I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to run with this baseball metaphor. Okay. If you have good control, I bet, I bet you can close your eyes and throw and have an idea of when it's off. You know what I mean? Like you just, you know the feeling. That's how well you know your arm. Again, I don't know baseball. I'm just making this up. <laughs> but anyways, I can tell as someone who has uh, pitched daily in that room, you know what I'm saying? Pretty much daily. I knew my control was a little off. I didn't have, I didn't have my high heat that day. <laughs> my fastball was a little off, you know what I mean? My curve wasn't as tight as I would have liked. More so I realized. Through curve, more of a slider. <laughs> so I realized, oh, I might need to look back and see the damage. And I look back. And I realize as the heat and the sweat and the vertigo really kicks in, I realize this, this is a problem that will not be fixed as easily as I would have hoped. So I look back then, I say, oh no, to myself. And I start thinking of the clock because my hope is when I tell her I have to use your facilities and she thinks, oh, it's just a number one. <laughs> and I can plausibly, I can plausibly take a max of four minutes for number one. If you think a mm. hand washing time preparation, I'd say that's a long time. That's a long time. Four, two and a half. Yeah, I'm, I'm being I'm being generous. Mm. Sure, I'm saying Damn a maximum <laughs> of four minutes. Let's say you know I'm just taking my time. Maybe I'm putting on some smell goods or whatever, you know, I'm just saying <laughs> You're pampering four, up. Yeah. four windows max. Yes. Is, is my window. And I realize there is no earthly way I can get all this done in four minutes. So I look back there <laughs> and I realize that, uh, there's been a bit of, um, you know, like, like a, a shotgun, <laughs> there's, a the spray. Yeah. You know what it is? Spider, <laughs> spider pattern. It did. Yeah. The pellets, it kind of, uh, went out. Uh, in, in a pellet-like motion, there were, uh, and it's uh, it took me some time, and I wasn't, you know, I wish in those moments I was more composed. That's my problem. I don't, I don't, I, I can't be composed in those moments because the room is spinning, and I'm, and I'm thinking that the world is falling. You know, the whole sky, the sky is falling. That's one of those moments where it's probably not as bad as I think, but in that moment. It's the end of the world. Uh, I probably need to flee the city after this. <laughs> but I, I uh, realized it felt like it felt like half an hour. It might have been closer to 15 minutes of cleaning up, making sure oh I uh, got everything. Um, uh, I actually I found some, uh, you know, extra, you know, when you buy your house and you have extra uh, can of paint in there in case you chip the walls. <laughs> Don't look at me like that, Woods. Stop <laughs> it. Continue. Keep, keep talking. Anyways, keep talking. Keep talking. Had, What'd you I do with it? I had to restore the area uh, to its previous uh, setting, let's right. say. And leave so what, did that, what did that entail with the paint? 
No, there was no pain. I was, this okay. funny oh. to me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. The metaphor. Idea was funny to me. Yes, this is yeah. a metaphor. It's a metaphor about life and bathrooms. Uh, so, yes, I just had to make sure it wasn't, it wasn't absurd, you know. It wasn't like uh, it was on the ceiling or anything. Don't get me wrong here. But I had to uh, restore her bathroom. And, you know, I, she must have just been very forgiving, uh, a saintly woman, because she didn't make any comments. Uh, no jokes were made, not, nothing at all. Oh. Uh, but she must have seen the sweat. I'm sure I probably had bit, you know, I didn't probably a bit sweat. I wasn't there before. Um, there was no way, there was no way for me just to recover and like pretend that I was normal. And I, at that point, I wasn't, we didn't have the, the comfortability for me to just sit there and say, ha ha, you know, I was in there just, and it just sprayed like pellets Ooh. and have a good laugh about it. No, I couldn't talk about it. So it was, it was legit. I don't know if 15 minutes seems long, but at the time, I don't know how it could have been anything less than 15 minutes. Because God forbid, God forbid you don't do a thorough job. Imagine this. Mm. Imagine you go in that facility and, uh, you, you know, you, you spend some time with her, you leave. And then she wakes up in the, she wakes up in the morning and says, what, what is this? Imagine if she sees that. There's no coming back from that. It was just no her in the apartment too. She didn't have any roommates. I couldn't even blame a roommate. Wow. There was no roommate oh, to blame, bro. Well, it's funny <laughs> you say that because we actually have another guest on the podcast here today. Let's go ahead and bring her into the Zoom call. <laughs> uh, I would have busted. <laughs> I didn't give you her name. And I know you know her. Or my heart out of my skin. Because I was How like, I was like, I'm pretty sure I know who it is. Oh, I'm pretty no. sure she would do the podcast too. No, yeah, we're we're cool now, but yeah, that would yeah. still be awkward for me. Um, I would have lost my mind. But yes. Uh, and that was that was my story. That's the one story. Kudos to her uh, for not making any uh, any comments, man. Not even trying to like joke about it or whatever. You guys just pretend like nothing ever happened. And the way you probably is, left the bathroom is probably... My probably hope that. is she didn't know. I, yeah. At best, she probably thought, oh, he did the yeah. other business. Yeah. And he was just in there for a while. Yeah, Hopefully yeah, she didn't know it. that uh, there was damage done. That's I feel like, especially because like you said, so beforehand, obviously like you're a little more composed. You're not, you're not all sweaty. You're not all flustered. Yeah. And you come out and you look like you've been through battle. Like she yeah. probably didn't want to ask you about it. <laughs> she didn't want to upset you because you, it was clearly an issue. You clearly went through something in there. Right. <laughs> Did you win? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Clothes are torn. <laughs> Come on, uh, you, you should see the other guy. <laughs> but I don't even know. Like, what? What could she say? Yeah. What? I think I, people I, are generally forgiving. Like people understand that yeah, nature right. calls, and right. Yeah. Even like a you good. Yeah. Oh, you you yeah. fall in. That's a popular one. Right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like I love that, that one. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm very impressed with the fact that you didn't say a word. That is great. Yeah. How old? Um, how mature? Good woman. Yeah. I, I would have said something. I know you would have. I know you would have. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let's get back to Dan's dad. <laughs> New, <laughs> New Orleans. Let's go. Oh boy. Okay. Um, so I feel like I just put the greatest hits of my dad pooping his pants well, on the, the rundown. Cause there's a lot, uh, the rundown, uh, the, the New Orleans story is he, so him and I are constantly just giving each other crap, uh, and just, just really ragging on each other all the time in a very funny way that we, we both enjoy. And there was one point we were both in New Orleans. This is probably like 
two, three in the morning. It's been a night in New Orleans. And we're walking through some hotel or something. And I'm doing something. I'm always doing something that's just trying to, you know, just be a jackass to him. And I think at this point, I was doing some kind of voice or dancing around and just being a real jackass. And I think he said something about how he's like, I really need to find a bathroom. I really got to find a bathroom. And I think typically, you know, late night, my brain goes to like, oh, well, then I need to like, be a jerk about this and it's like oh i'm paul i have to go poopy whoopy i need to go to the bathroom like i'm poking his stomach and so like that's the voice that he hates that voice he calls it the voice and so I'm like, oh i got your white poop in here paul he's got to go poopy <laughs> I'm, I'm poking him and it, here's the thing he finds it so annoying but it also makes him laugh a lot and so oh, no. at one point he stops and he's like dan you have to stop doing this i'm about to crap my pants and when he tells me that after a whole night it's like okay, you're just asking me to go nuclear with this thing. So I just, I ramp it up like tenfold and I'm just being so stupid, trying to make him laugh so hard that he craps his pants. And eventually he just sits on a bench in this New Orleans hotel and just kind of sighs and just resigns himself to it and just, and just craps his pants. I think I sent you guys a picture earlier today of him just sitting on a bench, actively crapping his pants. Just so stoic, like just stoic. What's gonna Defeated. happen? And he's like, all right, fine. <laughs> Just embrace it. And so we were nowhere confused. near a bathroom because we're running down Bourbon Street, you know, and like not, no bathrooms are public on Bourbon Street because it's oh, just filled with drunk people yeah. that like it, you're just asking for trouble, basically. And so we're just running around hotels trying to find it. And he's like, look, it's going to happen. Let's just sit down here and get it <laughs> over with. <laughs> I don't know, man. You, you got to go down swinging, I feel. You can't yeah. just wave the white flag. Yeah, There's got to be a way. But he's you know quick how, to wave it, the white flag. So it's, 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 it's probably learned helplessness. He's been in the situation so many times, he knows there's nothing he can do. He's already fought wow. it. So for us to come in and say, you should fight this, he goes, you, say, you think you I haven't know. been doing this since I was nine? I've been well, fighting this for my that, whole life. <laughs> and the fact that he has to go to the bathroom so frequently, I think he knows when it's a losing battle. And he's like, I'm not going to find the place. It's just not happening. Let's just get it over with here. Wow. I want to know the origins. Like, is this something that started like in his forties? Has he been like this yeah, since he was a child? Definitely as he got older and as his diet got worse, it was like the constant peeing and pooping where it's like, Oh, I should have a little lunchbox in my car in case I need to pee. And then I'll pee in the lunchbox and dump it off the side of I uh, 35 or something. Dear God. I mean, it's smart. <laughs> a it's lunch smart. Box? It's smart. He had a little, well, all of his stuff is free promotional stuff from casinos. So he had a little <laughs> slot machine free lunchbox <laughs> from Harris Casino that was his little pee bucket. <laughs> What's that? Oh, that, 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 that's my slot. That's my <laughs> If, if my dad happens to be your Uber driver in Kansas, please give him a good rating. Just don't look in the trunk. <laughs> <laughs> Glowing review. No. So, well, I always want to know, like, what's the aftermath here? What did you, so you, he didn't, that wasn't just the end. What happened after that? Uh, it wasn't the end. Uh, <laughs> that story. Well, we had to go back up to the hotel room uh, in New Orleans. We were sharing one. We had uh, the two twin beds there. And I just, I, I'm fine with sharing plenty, but uh, I, I'm not going to get too graphic with the next part of the story. <laughs> okay. It's, uh, well, we'll talk offline about it. Okay. Oh, good. dear. Uh, yeah. yeah, we'll touch base. Oh, <laughs> I don't that. well, as, as we yeah. all recoil from that story, Kof, tell us about young Kai pooping on you. Yeah, bro. So um, this was probably about um, a year. He was probably getting to be about a year old. And you, you know, you start to get like real cocky as a parent, you know what I'm saying? Because you're starting to get it. You know what I mean? You're starting to understand um, just the, the, the nature of having a kid, especially with your first. And this was actually around like uh, mania season. 
And my wife wanted to get a dress for, uh, for Hall of Fame. So we go to this mall in Brandon and, um, uh, it's raining, it's pouring, it's crazy outside raining. And, uh, we get the, you know, get Kai in and we go into the uh, Macy's. And as soon as we get there, I'm like, oh man, we left the diaper bag in the car. Like, ah, don't worry. We got it. If he starts to go out, just run out there, you know? And, um, so, you know, we're in the store, we're shopping for dresses or she is, and I go to the bathroom and I leave Kai with her. So she's actually uh, trying on dresses and he's in the changing room with her. And then I get a call. It's like, oh, baby's pooping. He's pooping. You got to come get him. So I'm like, oh my God. So I run over there and uh, I go in the dressing room with her and she's holding him like in front of her, kind of like almost like Mufasa, you know, uh, uh, hold, I mean, uh, uh, not Mufasa. Uh, Rafiki. Rafiki is holding up is holding up Simba on Pride Rock and she's holding him because you know he's got the diaper on and like she's taking his pants off and he has no shirt and I'm like okay well I got him and she's got a brand new dress on too so you know like stuff can't get on the dress so I'm like okay I'll take him so I start to take him and as I'm walking to the bathroom he starts going more and you can hear this is like you know, if anyone has kids when you like when you can hear it and it starts vibrating up against the diaper I'm like oh no I'm like okay we're all right he's got the diaper on it should be fine but he keeps on going and poop is coming out of the side of the diaper now and now I'm holding him almost like a football and it's all over my arm I'm like oh no and I adjusted out I think I did like a promotional tour of China so I had this uh, shirt that I got from China some like Chinese market which is really really cool and now the poop is getting all over my shirt I'm like oh so I'm trying and like, you know, to, to be a good dad and like hold my son close to me, but I don't want the poop to get on my shirt. You got to, you know, you understand, right? So <laughs> it's getting on my shirt. I finally get to the bathroom and uh, there's a kid in there, probably like, I don't know, 10, 11 years old. And now kind of like the janitor situation, I'm like, well, I got to say something, you know, I go, <laughs> I go, hey, did you ever poop on your parents like this when you were a kid? Just, <laughs> <laughs> the kid is looking at me. Why did I say that? Why did I say it? I'm like, no, I could have just like not said anything. And I'm looking down at it too. And it's not like baby poop at that age is not like, it's not like brown. You you probably couldn't even tell it was, it looked like vodka sauce. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is like pinkish little, uh, it didn't look like poop. So it's all over my shirt. I'm sitting there. I clean off, clean, clean him off as best as I can. I can't have him like butt naked through the store, you know? So I'm cleaning him off as best as I can. I finally take him down the escalator. Uh, there's somebody in front of me who doesn't want to like move. So now I'm like sitting here and he's still like pooping. And I run finally out to the, uh, to the car. I have no umbrella. It's still storming and raining. I finally get to the car and I'm sitting there and I change him in the car and he's just looking up at me smiling. And I'm just like, yep. You taught me a lesson, man. I will never leave any the vicinity of a car or, or leave without having that diaper bag in hand because you never know. You know what I'm saying? It should have been a situation where like I could have like, you know, I should have I been close enough to get the diaper, but it was raining outside and I wasn't. And all it takes a good, I don't know, 15 to 30 seconds and an explosion can happen. In the house, we actually refer to it as Poopapalooza or the doo-doo apocalypse. So, uh, I like the latter. I like the second one. Doo-doo-pocalypse. <laughs> so we know, we know. That's a, that's a hard lesson that I had to learn that day. And um, I, I don't, I, to this day, I don't know why I had to like say that to the to the child in the uh, in the bathroom who was just trying to wash his hands and get out. <laughs> <laughs> I said, well, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I don't know why I said that, but it's a, it's a hard lesson to... Uh, to learn anybody out there with kids never leave home without that diaper bag just don't do it it's not worth it 
I would have to imagine the amount that you guys uh, with kids have to think about and deal with poop stuff is very disproportionate to like me and he don't have kids. Oh, so don't really have to think about it much at all. I'm sure the, the two parents here. I mean, it's just different stories. I mean, I think with you, you have a lot of situations that involve yourself or uh, quote unquote your dad. Yeah. Uh, but with, with us, it just involves the kids. So it's just a different, you know, it's just different. That's all. Yeah. 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 No vodka it's, sauce here. I, I, uh, <laughs> I'm hoping that that 10 year old kid like 10 years from now, someone tweets like, oh, what's like your weirdest experience with like a celebrity? He's like, I was washing my hands one time and I think it was Kofi Kingston came with, his, with a baby and asked me if I pooped on my parents. It was weird. It was, it was a huge really fan. Strange. Yeah. What, are you talking about? You. what am I talking about? Why? Why? I don't Gotta know, face man. In front of this 10 year old kid that you don't know. <laughs> um, Horrible. All right, so back, back to Dan's dad, skid marks. Oh, okay. So this, oh, this is an easy one. Last Thanksgiving, I'm back, uh, you know, me and my wife, Bianca, we're back in, uh, in Kansas with my, with my family. And, or I guess two Thanksgivings ago. Yeah, this would have been 2019. And he is trying to like say something like, oh, look, we all know that like, you know, everyone gets skid marks. And then like a lot of people at the table were like, no, no, we're all adults here. Like skid marks, what are you talking about? He's like, yeah, no, like, let's not act like we don't all get skid marks all the time. <laughs> and like, and I, I, I'm running through my head and it's like, I can't think of a single time pretty much ever that I've had skid marks as an adult. And he's like, oh, let's not all act like we're all high and mighty and we don't get skid marks. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone at the table is like, no, we don't. And he's like polling people and stuff like, oh, come on, you've, you've had skid marks. And stuff. And they were like later on that night at the bar, he's like grabbing people like, you've got skid marks, right? And it's like, everyone's like, no. So I just wanted to uh, dispel, I'm gonna have my dad listen to this podcast. <laughs> just like, do you guys get skid marks? No. Right. No. First right. of all, we, we know enough about there's a lot of technology out there now. There's uh, well, we, we did talk about the issues with wet wipes, but do we determine are there ones that are, are degradable, biodegradable? After the podcast, somebody said that that is not true. Yeah. Oh, I, I didn't think do the research. I think I think it is. I, I think I did a search on it and I saw that there are some biodegradable wet, wet wipes, but I don't know. I don't know. It still might not be good to flush it down the the toilet and get into your septic system. I think that's the issue is the septic system. Right. But but we know enough to you, you there's enough out there that can help you do a thorough job of making sure you're nice and tidy out there. You can't once you get to a certain age, you can't be living like that. You yeah. just right. you know that's insane, no judgment, right? It is. No, it we is. can judge my father for sure. <laughs> <laughs> All Riker in Shawnee, Kansas, stop leaving skid marks in your trousers. Yeah, until until we have him on the podcast and he tells us that all these stories that you told her about you. Right. No. <laughs> I just imagine this is like like Fight Club and Dick's on all these stories. He's my like Tyler Durden. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's oh, you created this uh, alternate persona so that you don't have to deal with the yeah. trauma. All right, guys, I've never met my father. It's just, yeah, it's me. He doesn't exist. He's on Twitter. You can find him. Ask him about his skin marks yeah. at Paul Reichert. No, throw, throw the poll up when the podcast goes up too. Have you ever had skin marks? Any adult. We'll see. No, you should not have. Okay. Uh, fine, I'll do mine. Um, so my yeah. story about, about pooping, um, this was, I don't know, uh, like over a decade ago, uh, one of my friends had had an issue. So we were, uh, we were out somewhere and he tells me pretty much like your, like your father, Dan, Oh no, like I got, I got to go. And so he goes to hunt for a bathroom. And by the time he comes back to me, he's like, I didn't make it. He told me you didn't make it. 
you're like like 24 years old 25 years old like you to me you didn't make it to the bathroom <laughs> he was like I, di- I didn't make it we gotta go and i'm st- i'm like i'm i'm not, for whatever reason i'm not understanding he is taking a dump in his pants and i'm like it's almost like i'm i'm forcing him to say it like i just don't believe it so finally i'm like just making fun of him for like two three weeks like every time i see him ha ah, whatever we're out again i had to go get like new knee patch or something um we're on the road and while we're in there I'm actively making fun of him for crapping his pants. And I feel like I felt a million times in my life before, like a big, like a big fart coming on. And so I thought this is, this is on topic. This is on brand for what I'm doing currently making fun of him. So I mid laughing at him, making fun of him, I go to push like as hard as possible. Cause I know that it's not going to be anything solid. This is, this is, this is a loud fart. But when I do it, all of a sudden I feel something exiting my body and so my brain immediately shuts that whole thing down the whole sphincter just immediately shut down but what i notice because i'm i'm wearing shorts and at the time at the time i wasn't wearing any underwear i just had on some gray basketball shorts whatever and he looks at me and he goes what's that (laughs) 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 he just constantly typing no, no, because I, I looked, I looked, and on the floor, <laughs> no, was a tiny, no. just a, the tiniest, the tiniest <laughs> little poop. It was, it was like a little, like a chihuahua had come in and just pooped on the floor. But it happened in the middle of me laughing at making fun of him. Then I stopped and went silent, and then he saw that I had literally just pooped on the ground. So I guess I don't know if I technically pooped my pants because it wasn't in my pants. Oh, that counts. It counts. Yes, I pooped that, that is floor. Worse. And so no. that's 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 the only situation I've had. Not, you, not as bad you as wearing drawers? Not as bad as you, did you split? You split them? Uh, did you weren't wearing drawers? No. Yes. Sometimes I don't feel like wearing drawers. Just curious. That's fine, yeah. but it doesn't but, have uh, to. It doesn't have to land in the pants for it to count. <laughs> right. And also, that, some of it must have hit the pants. Right. It wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't a switch. It wasn't a switch. It wasn't a switch. No, upon, yeah. upon getting back and cleaning up, 100% swish. No. Because if it did touch, it didn't leave anything. There were no residue. And even though I pooped while I had my pants on, I still didn't have skid marks. So you can tell you your think, dad that. You think your friend set you up? With like a little trap. <laughs> what? If he had like, like I don't know, he had like a little put, little. You said it was a chihuahua poop. If he had like a little chihuahua poop, and you farted or something, and and no, no, you know no. I'm, I'm saying, he, I'm saying I felt it. Happen. You felt it come like, out. And I when when I closed, I was trying not to get into this deep, but I felt when I closed up, I felt it cut off. Oh dear! And it was because you know how you can you can trap it off. Yeah. Just like when people get up to salute old school E. It, it just cut off. Yeah. But that piece was already on the outside it was of things, already, and so yeah. it, it had no place to go. And wow, what karma! That is, I, I love that. That's that's a lesson, bro. In the middle of making fun of the man. Yeah, it was. Oh, wow. that poetic, is really. That is done. poetic. Uh, but but enough about me pooping. No no no, we're, we're not done with this. We're not done with this. Let's sit on this for a little bit. Why? You, you don't like to sit. You hover. I, yeah yeah. I, I like how you tried to somehow finagle your way out of it being that bad. Oh, it's not as bad as anyone else's story. There was no residue left, so it's all good. He, he almost he tried to make it sound cool. He's like, oh, it's just like perfect shot. Actually, I didn't even have to watch. Really good, too, a lot of yeah, skill. Yeah. yeah, I might get picked up for the draft after this. <laughs> right, perfect little rabbit pellet, just on his bragging, somehow bragging about. It. <laughs> you gotta find the silver lining. Uh, 
<laughs> All right. Um, but but moving on to, to more to, to worse stories. Uh, e. Sorry, not E. Sorry, not E. Cope. Yeah, I'm, I'm uh, out of story. Yeah, I was going to say, you're done. You're done. Come on. Your face got like, what? I've been through enough. Yeah. Uh, Cove, so you pooped on a bus in 1998 yeah. while you were in Ghana. Tell us about yeah. the, the heat that was yeah. beating down upon you as you pooped on this Bro, bus. It was bad, man. Um, and it's funny because, like, as we're telling these stories, like, I'm laughing, but then I'm like, ah, oh, it's not that funny, man, because I, so... I got to go back to Ghana, um, you know, in 98. And it was awesome because I got to meet a lot of my family members for the first time, you know, a couple of my grandparents, aunts, uncles, cousins, for the first time meeting them, it was great. And um, the, the mode of transportation from city to city was by bus. So, you know, we would be in one city and then, um, you know, need to go to another one. So we get on the bus and go there. And the roads in Ghana, especially at that time, were not paved. They were like dirt roads just bumping the whole entire time. So you see, <laughs> you see it, you see his little shoulder bop. But it, it was, uh, you know, I was on there and uh, it was probably like a good like five, maybe six hour bus ride. And at a certain point, my stomach starts going and I say, mom. Uh, I gotta, I gotta go to the bathroom. It's like, oh well, sorry, we can't stop. So we can't stop. Okay, well, how much longer do we have? I don't know, a few, few more hours. And now the, the, I'm trying so hard to hold it, you know. And no one that young should have to hold uh, that amount of pressure. You know what I'm saying? I wasn't. How, I wasn't how older. You at this point. Uh, so, uh, 19, you have to do the math for me. This is 98. 15? No, no. Yeah. Wait, you're 30. Uh, I think like 14 or something. You have a thigh master back then? <laughs> no, you were, born, you were born in 1980, right? 81. 81, 81. Okay, so you're 17, 18, 17? Okay. Yeah. 16, 17? 17. Probably 16, 17. 13, 14, 14. Yeah. 14, 18, You know, I was, I was in the teens, you know. I was, you were old I was, enough. I was there. Yeah. I was there. You had a driver's license. Yes. And, and, and even still, <laughs> even still, I, I, I shouldn't have been in that position. You know, like I said, man, like I was having to hold like so hard because it was coming out, especially like, you know, you go to a different place overseas and like the water and the just the, uh, you know, the, the water and the meals and everything like your, your stomach doesn't agree with them. So my stomach was doing just that. And um, I'm holding it so hard, man. Like so hard, and like all discomfort, you know, in discomfort and uncomfortable position, just <laughs> trying so hard. And it felt like I was holding it for a good, I don't know, hour and a half, two hours. I'm like, surely we must be almost there. We got to be close. I said, Ma, how much, how much uh, time do we have? I said, Oh, I don't know, at least a couple of hours. I said, Still. I said, there's no way. There's just no way. I've given it all I can. Like, I don't have any more endurance. And I'm just sitting there like, Mom, what am I going to do? Like, he's like, sorry, we can't stop, son. And I look up at her. I remember making eye contact with her. She looks at me. And I look at her. And I don't, number one, like, no one wants to poop in front of their mom. You know? Nobody wants to poop their pants, let alone in front of their mom. She's sitting right next to me at that. Like, legit, on the seat right next to me. And I'm just looking at her and I can't hold it. I'm sweating. It's hot. <laughs> this is Africa. There's no AC on the bus. The roads are bumping. I didn't stand a chance. There's no way I was going to be able to hold it for another two hours. So I just had to let it go. You know? Were you still making eye contact with her? Yeah, I made eye contact with her. And I mean, at that point, I don't know. I, I feel like I must have looked away at some point. But... <laughs> It, it was very. You should have. You should have. I was so ashamed. I was, I was so ashamed. I was so, so sorry. 
You know, you don't, you, you can't just doing that in front of your mom, man. Like it's traumatizing, bro. Like, and, and then on top of that, remember, we still had a couple more hours left. So now I'm sitting there, I'm wearing shorts at that. Oh. And I'm just, I'm just in it, bro. You know, are you, so you said you were meeting, this was your first time. In Ghana? Going back, I, you know, I was Going born there, but I, I hadn't yeah, been. Uh, yeah, I went back since, yeah. since you were like old enough to, you know, like remember everything. Yeah, 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 yeah. So like, you're you're back, and they're so happy to see you because they never see you. And now <laughs> you're walking. When you got off the bus, you were going. Were you going to someone's house? I assume. Like a yeah, relative. We went to my aunt's house. So uh, <laughs> had you seen her on that trip yet? No, no. <laughs> Just had to get out. And luckily it was like late at night. I mean, they were there to like greet us and everything. But I, you know, at that point I've been sitting in it for uh a couple hours. And uh <laughs> and, you know what I mean? Like, what do you what do you do? It's the worst. And the and the worst part about it too was that the, the bus did end up stopping, but it was already too late. You know? No. It was already too late. The the one saving no. grace was that it was uh like at nighttime, so a lot of the people on the bus were asleep. But I was awake, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but did it was it was it loud? Did it smell like no? It, just, it was, was like water. It was just like it was real oh, runny. Oh, yeah, God. it was real runny. Like uh, I said, it was you know like when you just when you you know when you go overseas and you have like you just have to get acclimated to the to the food there, and then you know your body just does something. And, you know you you get used to it eventually, but my body picked the wrong time to uh, to try and get used to it, so. I mean, I guess you it's know, better that it happened during that trip and not the one by WrestleMania where it's just like a celebratory. Like, <laughs> like, like, oh, Kofi showed up and he smelled like so. Yeah. Oh, Kofi smells Ooh. bad, right? You know, it's fine. It's fine. We're really it's happy for Kofi, but did he grab his pants? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, like, so, okay. So, yeah. uh, not to get more, more, more gross, but after, after you did this, like, was it enough? so that you felt relieved or you still had to go? Like you let enough out so you could breathe or you let like everything was gone. Everything just came out. I was holding oh. it for so long at that point. You know, I'm telling you like the, the it, you know, it was a good run. It was a good run. Like the <laughs> endurance that I exhibited and in, in just holding it there, especially at that age, like, I don't know. I, you know, I, I can't, you know, I can't knock it. I can't knock it. it. I'm, I'm, you gotta be proud about that. You know what I'm Do saying? You suggest it. I, I wouldn't suggest it. I would never wish it on. I wouldn't even wish it on my worst enemy. It's not <laughs> your mom like that. Have to no stare your mother in the eye while you poop your pants out of bus. No other ops. And you're trying, like you're going through your, you're trying to rack your brain for like all the solutions. Oh, can I, can I go in a bag? Can I, what can I do? You can't go anywhere. You're on a damn bus, bro. You can't go anywhere. There's nowhere to go. You got your seat. It's packed on the bus. I'm trying Everybody's to think of like what you could do. Like, could you go up to the bus driver and be like, hey, I, this is very embarrassing, but this is what's going to happen. Can you just pull over for a second and I'll go out there? I, I, think, I think in hindsight, like, I, I, I don't know why, uh, like, my mom didn't do that. You know what I mean? Like, just, just ask him to stop him at, the, at the worst, like, you know, go on the side of the road. I know there was no, like, there was no rest stops or anything, no place to, like, actually stop. But um, I think it might have been raining outside, so that might have been an issue, but I feel like, you know, in hindsight, again, like taking a dump in the rain would probably would have been a lot better than in the seat next to your mom. So, uh, did she say anything afterwards? Like, yeah, she like ain't say a damn word. <laughs> Wait, so, Never talking so, about so you, you guys caught eyes. You looked at her like droopy, just like sad, just because you're, you're a lot of ideas. You poop your pants. And then like, she hears this, I assume she smelled this, I assume. And she just, 
completely was like, you know, it's it's fine, son. Like she we had nothing for me. It. She had nothing for me, you know. <laughs> but you know, I don't know. I don't know if, whether to be like upset or to be like happy that she still she still loved me. She still <laughs> sat next to me. You know what I mean? Like on the on the bus trip. So I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Just hold yeah. you closer. I, I was tired too, and I couldn't I couldn't go to sleep. Obviously, so um, there was that too. So have you and your mom ever talked about this moment? Mm-mm. No. <laughs> I might bring it up with her though. I might bring it up with her. You got to see if she remembers. It's on the family crest. You put me on a bus. (laughs) (laughs) Kofi, I thought you'd never ask. I've got so many things to say to you about this. Why didn't you just ask the bus driver to stop, (laughs) Kofi? I was waiting for you to step up. You had a driver's license. (laughs) My God, Kofi, you're grown. It was bad, man. Yeah, it was bad. Oh, Um, well, what what a great way to end. Oh. I have tears in my eyes from that story. <laughs> Sadness? No, from the <laughs> Just so genuinely sad. Oh, I'm telling you, man, like, just like reminiscing, because, you know, when we were talking about stories to come up with, I'm like, man, this was, this was actually kind of traumatizing for a while, man. Like, yeah. And then like the, a legit walk of shame, because you have to get off the bus, get your bags, mm-hmm. carry your bags. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was not a good situation, man. Bizarre. Yeah, I didn't like that, man. I have so many more questions, but I don't want to ask them because they're just... Yeah, that's enough. You, I mean, you I can ask. Know. You can ask. I don't no. mind. I, th- no. I think we've done enough here. I really... Yeah. yeah. For this past hour of talking about... For anyone who's actually still listening, I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> don't be. Don't be. Well, yeah. You did You did what you could. You did what we you did, could. We did something. Thank you. We at, least, we at least, you know, we've got a new intro because you've been so kind to bless Coming us. Up. Thank you, Dan. Hot. Yeah, Thank anytime. You. Got the, the potty talk episode in like that we're feeling good we're feeling good thank you guys for listening we hope that you enjoyed this and if you're at this point then you definitely enjoyed it because you would listen to it for at least 45 minutes um or you fast forwarded to hear what the end was like anyway thank you so much <laughs> for checking us out make sure that if you want to talk about this you know on the instagram on the twitter on the socials the facebook all that use hashtag new day pod and tell your friends how much you love listening to you boys chat it up a little bit and if you want to hear some more of me overdoing it, go to my YouTube channel, up, up, down, down, or check me out on G4 because I'm the new host over there. Count it. Yes, sir. We don't, we don't all exactly know what that means yet, but it means something good. Mm-hmm. So check me out. Uh, don't forget to uh, cop the New Day podcast t-shirt on WWE Shop, or you can also get it on the Up, Up, Down, Down Shop. Um, also, uh, make sure to watch Laser Wolf seasons one and two are both complete. And I believe, don't yell at me if I'm wrong, but I think it's still, uh, season one should still be on HBO Max. And season two is probably on the Adult Swim website somewhere. But anyways, check for seasons one and two. Hopefully we'll get a season three. Uh, very grateful that Woods and Cove both join me for a beautiful episode in season two of Laser Wolf. Yes. So make sure to enjoy that. It's also on YouTube, by the way. Yes, for sure. There you go. Uh, Cove, you got anything? No. No, no, I'm just, I'm just here. I'm just here. No, that's it. Wow. Dan, Dan? Uh, Dan Reichert on everything. R-Y-C-K-E-R-T. That's it. Uh, But thank you guys so much for listening. Make sure you listen to this podcast wherever you listen to your podcast. Tell that to your friends so they know where to get it. Just hit that search bar. Type in New Day Podcast. Click the pink picture. Three black guys face on it. That's your boys. But thank you. Thank you. Thank you again. And next week. We'll, we'll give you another another hour or something. Yeah. Love you. I mean, I, I don't love you, but thanks. I do. I do. Love you. Uh-huh.
Stop the noises, man. No, don't I like do that. It. I like it. Stop it. It's, out there. it's, for, it's, for, it's for somebody. Uh.